0: Welcome to The Practice Podcast, a show created by lawyers to help lawyers in life and business without all the complicated lawyer language. Let's welcome Bast Amron founders and your hosts, Jeff Bast and Brett Amron. Hi, Brett. Hi, Jeff. So we are recording this in March of 2022. What's today? March We could say we're recording it March 4th. Yeah. And... Almost two years to the day. We're coming off of uh, Brett and I over the last few days have done a few networking meals with some folks, with lawyers in a couple of different cities. And we thought we'd talk about the return to marketing and networking because it seems like we are approaching a return to normalcy.
1: Yeah, and just to touch on it, I mean, I think that it depends on where you are and who you're dealing with, right? Everyone's got different sensitivities, some cities or some states are more open than others. And yeah. right, we encountered that a little bit, right? Some yeah. people a little more hesitant, depending on the location, than others were right. to get together. So right. some said outside only, some said uh, no restrictions. You know, it's just, so you just have to be a little sensitive to that, I think for the time being. But sure. it seems like everything's starting to yeah to open up a little more and people are definitely more receptive to getting together.
0: Yeah, and I think, in fact, you know, one of the, meals we had was a celebratory dinner Mm -hmm. out in Seattle for a successful outcome in the case. And that dinner itself has been delayed multiple times. Months. Months. Yeah. But we finally got to a point where everyone was comfortable and Mm -hmm. we had some critical mass. What do we have? Eight, Mm -hmm. eight people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, one, it was a success to celebrate, but also I think people were really one, happy to see us, but also just happy to be out and socializing. <clears throat> yeah. And and in
1: fact, at that same restaurant, right, we came to learn that there was actually a delayed oh, that's right. Christmas party right, in right. March and people were hooting it up, having a great time. And I think, you know, people are pining for that connection in person. And some of the meals that we had, I mean, people were really enthusiastic about being back, appreciated the connection. Yeah. Um, not just with us, but even with the other people that were in their area. Right. They hadn't connected right? They hadn't seen each other in
0: person. And I think a couple people didn't even know each other. We introduced them from across the country. Right. And then uh, some people hadn't seen each other in person in... A couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And even though we see each other on Zoom, it's just not the same. First of all, I'm a hugger, you know? So it's actually nice to give someone a hug. It really is. Jeff's a hugger. I'm a hugger. If anyone that's listening to this podcast wants to... uh, Nelson, we need to take that,
1: quote Come and we just need to pull it out and then we can use Jeff's it. a various, hugger. Jeff, I'm a hugger. <laughs> so I'm
0: a self-proclaimed hugger. Jeff, I called myself a hugger. Jeff, right?
1: Jeff quoted himself as, I'm a hugger. We're just going to take that quote and we're just going to use it. For yeah. sure. I, I attended um, an
0: event yeah. recently it was about health and wellness and one mm-hmm. of the things they said was you need eight hugs per day for maintenance and ten for growth. So, Is it from anyone? or I don't like, think they should be random. Randos on the street. I still think, like, just I do hugging. say one COVID Modification that we have is I ask now more than, Uh which is probably appropriate anyways. You know you shouldn't just go up and randomly hug someone. But so should I feel bad that you don't just
1: randomly come hug me? I'll hug you (laughs) anytime, (laughs) or that you don't even. I mean you don't even ask. I mean that's. I feel like like this is a podcast episode that's going off the rails. (laughs) Totally off the rails. (laughs) I'm talking about hugging. I. If anyone hears this, I'll be so impressed. Don't get (laughs) eight hugs a day. Now, if you give the hug, does that count as? One of the
0: eight. I feel like a hug is uh, whether a recipient or mm-hmm. a giver, a giver or a recipient <laughs> okay. of a hug. It's the same thing. <laughs> All right. So okay.
1: So you, you have it, to push the your eight. The benefits are mutual. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So okay. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not getting eight today. No. Yeah, I probably, actually, I don't either, you know, actually, not maybe one of my totally kids are all in town. Send this off the rails, but do your pets count? Like, cause I would think so. Yes. Why not? Well then, not? yeah, I think I'm above eight yeah. for sure. Well, right? you have three dogs. So right off the bat. Without know. my dogs, I'd be zero. But I think <laughs> with the dogs, I think I'm at at least eight to 10 yeah. a day, I think for sure. So, okay. That's all right. So we can finish with the hugs. Anyway, back to networking. Yes.
0: <laughs> I, first rule of networking hug. only hug if you're <laughs> given permission. Don't just randomly walk up and hug someone. I would say that's not just a rule for networking. Yes, that's I would, sure. uh, I'll agree with that. Workplace, life in general. But I like, think yeah. actually, what that is an, a new custom though is that when yeah. we greet someone, we're kind of a little bit more cautious, even about a handshake. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people are putting a fist out yeah. and still. I kind of do it instinctively if I've just washed my hands or if I've just antibacterial. <laughs> I put a fist down like oh, I don't want to go through this again. Okay. I just
1: so it's not an indictment on the person that you're gonna shake their hand. You don't think they're dirty, you just that's yeah.
0: Right, okay, exactly. I got you. All right.
1: I don't wanna start over, especially
0: if we're going to a lunch. That's fair. So the point is I think we're back or mm-hmm. we're pretty close to back and Start scheduling, you know, networking events, lunches, <laughs> dinners, get out and meet people's. I think people are, now is the time. Everyone really wants it. Everyone yeah. needs it. And it's a great opportunity.
1: To, yeah. And, and to, connecting you know, people, again, bringing people back together, I think is great. Really sends a signal. And I think that it also leaves an <laughs> indelible mark if you're the one that's sort of generating this and, yeah. and bringing people together and bringing people together in their own communities as well is a great thing. And just sort of just talking. I mean, obviously everyone, there's always the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of every conversation that talks about the last two years and everything that's going on and what they've been through and what you've been through and, and all that. And everyone has that camaraderie. I think everyone's been through it in varying shapes and sizes, but I think everyone's been through the same thing. And then it just gets back to conversations about what's going on in your particular practice area, what's going on in your community in terms of the work and your firms and things like that. And Mm -hmm. it felt, I don't know, it felt really good. It felt really good to be there and talking to people and having those conversations.
0: I agree. You know, we forget about often the importance of, you know, the human connection Mm -hmm. and really... We talk about this a little in the context of business development that, you know, business development is not just sending out a brochure. In fact, I would argue it's not that at all. It's about building relationships. And Mm -hmm. the way we do that is by interacting with people, either in our sphere or outside our sphere, and just people that we work with. And you and I have talked about this as well, that we are at a point in our careers where we want to work with people that we like. And it's the same people that I want to have lunch with. I don't want to work with someone that I don't want to have lunch with, you know? Right. And fortunately, we're at a point in our careers where we have that luxury to some degree. And so what better way to resume and build Mm -hmm. the business than get back to having lunch with people that you enjoy having lunch with? It's kind of a no-brainer. It's a win-win for everyone.
1: Yeah, and I would even say that where possible, and, and this isn't the case with every matter where you have somebody on the other side, but why shouldn't you also connect with and have lunch with, or just connect with somebody who is on the other side. Not somebody you know for a long time, but let's say it's somebody new in a case you're working with and why not connect with them? I mean, great idea. It should be right. I mean, that's civility and that's the way it should be. And hopefully, yes, you're going to argue about issues and maybe there's some things that happen in the case, but I just don't see any reason why you shouldn't be able to connect with that person and have a relationship moving forward. One form or another doesn't have to be the tightest relationship, but whatever it is. Right.
0: But I, I just, you know, why not? I mean, just because the clients are adverse in right. some respects, not right. always all, right. doesn't mean the lawyers have to be, you know, hostile to each other, even if the clients are. But also, you know, it makes for a more civil yeah. engagement, you know, right. in the case. But also, it's a better opportunity to find places where you, your clients or you each other have issues in common. You know, so there may be, you think that there's a dozen issues in a case we're adverse on every single one of them, but upon speaking, you maybe find too that oh well, wait a minute, actually mm-hmm. our interests are kind of aligned here, and oftentimes those serve as a bridge to resolution. Right? But even on a, from a networking perspective, yes, hundred percent right. yeah, yeah. of what you, I agree, hundred percent what
1: you said. But even from a networking perspective, I mean,
0: just who knows? to get to know them, yeah, get right, to know right, them. I mean, yeah. who
1: knows what's going to happen down the road, right? right? We find ourselves on yeah. the opposite sides of matter in one case, and then and Maybe on the same side in the next one, or maybe that lawyer
0: they were in the opposite side of is looking for sure, a Lawyer has a client, so that's one of the best compliments yeah. you receive okay. is a reference from the opposing right. counsel in right. another case when they respect you enough to refer a case to you or a client to you. That's you know terrific form of
1: <clears throat> yeah. So I think definitely it starts with reaching out to people right and trying to connect again if you haven't been already in contact reaching out to people and seeing if they're ready yeah. you know, to but get I think together. It,
0: yes, yeah. I agree with that 100%. You mm-hmm. need to feel them out. But I also strongly subscribe to the notion that it's not enough to say, hey, do you want to get lunch? No, if no. If you're no, no. serious about yeah. it, you say, hey, do you want to get a lunch? Here's a few dates that I'm available. Yeah. Yeah. to. If you really want to initiate something, you have to go that extra length. Because how many times have we... Have that exchange with someone either by email. or oh, yeah, we phone, should get. We should street. go. We should go grab lunch. We should get lunch <laughs> one day. Hey, thanks for the email. I right. whatever. I can't right. but do whatever. And we should get lunch someday. One of these days is none of these days. You know, it's like if you want to right. do something, initiate it. Say, hey, I would love to get lunch with you. Here are a couple of days that work for me. Right. If you're interested, let me know. Right. You know. Right. I just did that. I had a call with the lawyer that I know from a former firm and we haven't spoken in years, and we connected on a specific issue. And I said, hey, I would love to catch up fully. You know, let's get lunch. And he said, oh, that's great. Send me an email. And I'm sure that he thought, okay, it was one of those conversations where that was the end of it. But the next day, I sent him an email with, you know, a bunch of dates. Right. You know, and we're going to have lunch. That's great. And so
1: what's your thought? If you're sending an email to a group, I know there's two schools, well, not two schools, but definitely two general schools, I guess, of thought, which is you send an email to everyone so everyone can see who's going, or you blind copy?
0: Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the Mm -hmm. group. If you're getting a group together, then I think you should copy people so they know. Or, I've also done this, send it to the group via blind copy, but put a list of the names in the body of the email. And the only reason you do the... Blind copies yeah. so that there's, you know, people aren't annoyed by 20 replies to all saying, I can't do it this day, I can't do it that right. day, or thanks, Jeff, or whatever. And so, because you don't want to be as a burden to somebody's inbox. Correct. You know, if you're doing it by the old-fashioned way, email. Right. Which is common, funny. that's We don't set up lunches by fax anymore. We just do it by email. But, yeah, I think I just... I'm always reluctant to copy everybody, you know, if it's a big group, it depends on the size. If it's three or four people, whatever, not a big deal. But if you're inviting 10 or 12 people to a lunch, which is, that's a big group, I guess. I know, but we've done that, right? And we've sent it to the whole group and specifically said in the email, right,
1: right, hey, we're doing this so everyone knows who's invited and who's coming and it's no secret and please reply only to, right.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends if you know your group. Right. If you trust these people not, you know, to actually read an email and not reply to all, right? fine. But you know that there's always somebody in a group that will reply to all, and then it turns into right. a chain that bothers everybody. Right. So but-
1: reach out, connect, try to get back out there and make those in-person connections again. Certainly good. Just get into that. I'm going to say, I'm going to age myself rolodex mm-hmm. and start to you know reconnect with people i think people are really receptive to it and and i think the response is is great like people really want to and really appreciate people reconnecting and getting right. back out there initiating it maybe they're a little hesitant but if somebody else does it you know they'd be more willing to do it
0: yeah, I, I think folks are already. The other thing I, we like to do is once we do firm it up, I like to send a calendar invite just to make sure it's on everybody's calendar because oh, yeah. people forget, especially yeah. if you're scheduling a few weeks out. And I am I know some people will say, oh, it's I'm not available until whatever, April. Why don't we catch up then? To me, that's the same thing as say, let's get lunch one of these days. <laughs> let's put it on the calendar. Even if it's six weeks out, who cares? Right. You know, let's right. put it on the calendar. And So I always send a calendar invite just to make sure that you and I both have this plan for lunch. Oh, here's one of my my favorite follow-up too. too, Don't send me a calendar invite that says lunch with Jeff. How many times have I looked at my calendar and go, oh, I have lunch with myself today because somebody sent me an, an invite for lunch with Jeff. Tell me who's like. Tell everyone that's, who's having lunch. One of my favorite lunches. <laughs> right. It's it should be descriptive and right. But it is uh, who's in there.
1: But I love that. I have had several of those where yeah. I'm like,
0: who is this again? Who am I having lunch with?
1: And if it is set out, which you usually do set out far out or far enough out, then there should be a follow up, right? Not just an assumption or yeah. not just whatever, you know. And that's hey, we have lunch scheduled for Thursday on a Monday. Hey, we have lunch scheduled for Thursday or on a Wednesday, whatever Are we it is, still good? and say yeah. hey, we still good. You know, and just kind of connect that way yeah. and, and follow up is always good. Sometimes it works and sometimes, oh, no, I can't make it. So let's reschedule. And then the whole How thing do you with feel the, about that,
0: what? with about what? cancellations,
1: can- I mean, listen, stuff happens. Right. But I guess part of me is like, well, if you knew, why didn't you reach out to me? Yeah, just like reach out to me. Right. If you know that your schedule is changing now, I get things happen and people lose sight of their calendars and all that. So I- right. Look, I'm that, never. Yeah, I don't get offended, offended by yet. it. If it starts to happen, like it becomes
0: a pattern, then I just let it trail off. I know? feel like I'm like you. I'll send a follow up. Hey, in fact, I had a lunch today. I sent mm-hmm. a follow up yesterday. Are We mm-hmm. still good for tomorrow? And and the person wrote back and said, "Oh, I totally forgot and got cool. another plan." And then they invited me to join their other plan, right. which I couldn't do for a variety of reasons. But mm-hmm. it's okay if you cancel, but then if you're the canceller, I feel like you should bear the burden of getting it back on track. You know, Yeah, the hey, person I, that cancels, I can't make
1: it today. My apologies. Here, here are a few dates next exactly. week or the next couple of weeks where exactly. I can do it, right? Exactly. It's the same theory, right? right? But a lot, right. most people, I would right. say, and this is not an indictment on them, but most people would say, sorry, can't make it. Let's connect and we'll we'll pick a date, right? Right. Instead of spending right. a minute looking at their calendar and coming up with some alternatives. Right.
0: And what you're saying is, and really is that person... If they do it that way, they're Mm kind of saying, "If you're on the receiving end of that, you can interpret that as I don't really want to have. It's not important to me." And that's probably not their intent. But if you need to cancel a lunch, the best way to tell someone that, "Hey, I still want to have lunch with you," is, "Hey, I really need to. I'm sorry, I need to cancel, but can we do it on this day?" I'm never offended by someone canceling because I, you know, I get it. I'm offended if I'm at the restaurant, if I go to the place and I call them and they're like, oh, it's called being stood up. I forgot about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's, isn't that? I mean, I guess that can happen even if you do follow up, but that should happen less, Right. right? If you do a follow up before just to confirm right, right?
0: exactly like but then hey even sometimes emergencies still come up day sure. of you know I mean, i've confirmed a lunch and then the day of you know i get That's an emergency okay. call or something and you have to cancel right. and it shouldn't inconvenience someone if you let them know you know of course not but if they're traveling to the event whatever it is lunch dinner then right. you know that
1: can be frustrating yeah yeah for sure but i think it's just common courtesy and just thinking about it from that perspective you know right Listen, again, emergencies happen, things happen. Like, hey, I'm in an emergency. I will send you, da- I can't do it now, but I will send you dates. I can't do it today. My apologies. I will follow up with you with dates. Okay.
0: Yeah. You think go- that some of the, most of this is intuitive, but I, I'm always amazed at how few people.
1: No, it, I, right. I, I view it as intuitive, common courtesy, communication skills and. and it, just being thoughtful. Thoughtful. Yeah. And, and a lot of people just, they're not. I yeah. mean, they're just not. They're and just it, focused on their own stuff. And, and they're busy. And, and, that, and they're that busy. And so sometimes that I understand that, but that does not come natural. Like I yeah. would always, even if I'm in the middle of something, I would send it and always you know, do a follow-up or
0: the, whatever. The other but. thing is try to be on time and... No, 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 uh, no, no. Be gonna, on time. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going <laughs> oh, to disagree be, with you. on try. Be, okay. <laughs> the, well, don't sometime, try. But sometimes, you know, we're business people and, yeah. we, you know, we get, but you get hung up. you are on... Exactly. So I had an instance, uh, if I can just tell a brief story, Please. where I was running late for a lunch and... I had a call that ran long mm-hmm. and I had selected the place and I couldn't remember exactly where it was. And I wasn't, you know, relying on one of the, you know, GPS I knew about where it was. And for some reason, you know, I turned down the wrong street or whatever. And I was, I couldn't get there. It was, it was just one of these frustrating moments. And I'm trying to call the guy and I can't get through and I'm cursing and all, you know, I'm like, I'm so mad. I'm like, oh, man, I really am. It was like, you know, 10, five or 10 minutes late. I show up, I walk in, I'm like, I am so sorry. He's sitting there. He's like, he goes, no problem. I go, I'm really so sorry. He goes, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. But I, I got a message from you. And I'm like, you did? <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's you answered. You go, mother effort. And then you hung up. <laughs> and so that's the other thing. If you're calling someone... <laughs> Make sure you're disconnected before you're cursing or anything like that. Because I, I thought I couldn't get through. I was so mad I couldn't get through to him, and and uh, it turns out. I mean, luckily this is a friend of mine. It wasn't a big deal, but it was a little comical. I'm oh like, so, uh, so Thank I you for telling that story that too. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, look, man, things happen, but it's a communication issue, right? Like right. it's just. If you're on your way and you the bridge goes up or you get there's an accident or what I mean, okay, so you make a phone call. And that's the other thing. Make sure that you have cell phones, exchange cell phones. Oh
0: yeah, great. Right? So Good that call. you
1: could call the person if there's an issue. And if the person doesn't like, or you can text, presumably if you're stuck and you're not driving, right? Or send an email if you're stuck and not driving, something like that. But certainly exchange cell phones and say Hey, I'm on the way, but I'm in the middle of an you know traffic. traffic There's an accident. Right. I'll, my apologies, I'll be a yeah. little late or whatever. And it's just a communication issue. And it's being thoughtful and saying, well, what would happen if I was sitting there? Right, right. Like I wouldn't
0: want to just be sitting there, not knowing. not knowing what's going on. Right. Like, it's like five minutes, me up. Yeah. ten minutes, thirty minutes. Uh, I right. you know right. I'm not going to sit here thirty minutes. But right. if you think like, they call 10. it what ghosting, like yeah, just I'm not getting... show
1: up and just not communicate. Yeah. Other than like in a complete emergency situation where maybe yeah. you can't do that, which, okay, fair, right. But we're not talking about that situation. We're talking about a typical situation where, you know, something comes up or, or you just forget yeah, um, or you're just running late. Like you're just that type that says, well, I have a lunch at noon. So I'm going to leave my office at noon, you know? So I'm definitely going to be there 10, 15 minutes late at least. And that's just how I operate. Like that's not very respectful, I don't think, of someone's time. You should be respectful of their time just like you would want them to be respectful of your time. And that to me is how you build relationships. Yeah. Yes. On time is late. Follow up. Right. What is the saying? On time is late. Right. Early is on on time. I'm not talking 10, 20 minutes early. I'm talking you could walk in five minutes early. Right. That's okay.
0: Like there's no I shame. I like to get there before the person. There's you get no shame in that. Survey the scene. You pick right. the seat you like. You right. get to preview the menu.
1: Why in our society is there this? Or maybe it's just a lawyer. I don't know. But there's like this shame in. Well, if I'm too early, it just looks like I'm either too eager yeah. or I don't have anything going
0: on. Yeah, I don't know. I have an observation. I do think that Zoom or mm-hmm. video conferencing. Mm-hmm added punctuality. I think people are more punctual now, generally, Mm -hmm. with video conferencing. Because everyone has... We've been trained to kind of do it a few minutes early because there's technical issues and things like that. You know, video, you can't get connection issues. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, I... I, I've had some people that have just... That have poked in
1: like five minutes late, you know.
0: You know, and it happens (laughs) sometimes. But generally, I am always impressed by... How many video conference calls I have that start on time. Right on time. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's there. Right. And so now we can seats, just take you know? that model and just apply that. apply
1: basically it to everywhere else. Everywhere else. Right. Like why why are we not doing that? Why is that an issue? And now I think people would say, Oh, I'm sitting at my desk and I just click in and it's super easy. But okay. So you get up 10 minutes or if you just go. Right. Plan your day accordingly. And so again, it's just a, to me, it's a respect issue.
0: Right. All right. So we talked about scheduling and getting there. And then the other thing is, I think the best, perhaps the most important one is just a follow-up. I think it's really important when you have a, a good lunch, dinner, meeting, whatever mm-hmm. it is with somebody, yeah. especially someone you just met or you've met for the first time yeah. or connected for the first time, You know, sending a follow-up is really important just to connect and make sure you have each other's contact information, or if there was something that came up during the conversation that you want to follow up on, you know, just to make sure people remember, I think it's a great practice.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, follow up again. In other words, once you connect with somebody, if you go to lunch or coffee or breakfast or whatever it is, then put it in, you know, however you want to keep it it in the queue or whatever, and then do another follow-up at some point.
0: Yeah. In a perfect world, you're doing it with them every periodically. But I think, you know, that's aspirational. It is. I don't don't really do that admittedly, but I think it is a great idea.
1: Not on any, right. I don't do it with any sort of regularity like, oh, this, I had lunch with this person three weeks ago. I'm going to send another one. No, I don't do that. But you should be thinking about that periodically, right? right? Reaching out to people, connecting with people, not just one-off and say, oh, great! I had that lunch with that person, so that's great. I've got that going, and then right. I'm going to, de- you know, no, I think you have to have some uh, consistency to it, right? This is yeah. in, in the running vernacular. This is a marathon, not a sprint, in terms of creating sure. relationships, and you have to continue that and create those relationships so that when you go. To the next conference, or you go to court, or in deposition or mediation, or you know, that you oh God, no, I know, you know, hey, yeah. Jeff, I've known Jeff for 15 yeah. years. We had this case together 10 years ago, and we, you know, whatever. And it's a connection and and that pays dividends long term, not just in terms of business development and networking, but also in terms of just the specific case itself, mm-hmm. right? In the matter, because when people are civil to each other and they get along, doesn't mean they can't argue about the issues but it's going to help in terms of moving things along, right? Yeah.
0: Well, Um, it facilitates honest and open communication communication, and fair, you know, fairness. And by the
1: way, you may actually, you know, gain some friends. (laughs) You know, as odd as that may sound, like we have over the years, I definitely count, you know, a number of people as friends that I've come to know through the practice of law. Right.
0: And even, even some of those, not only are they opposing counsel, Mm -hmm. some of them in cases where things have gotten heated at times. Mm -hmm. And you know, Mm -hmm. you have some comfort that to know that even though things got a little heated at a mediation, for example, or something, or (laughs) or (laughs) in some other circumstance, you (laughs) you know that, hey, this is a friend and, and this person should know that my hostility or my anger or frustration is not directed at him or right. her as an individual but right. rather at the circumstance and the client and the position or whatever it is. Right. Exactly. And so that you could pick up the phone and have that conversation. Right. But you you actually told me recently about a circumstance like that where you called the person after and said, "Hey, I just want you to make sure, you know." Right. And and everything was and, fine. And they told you, "Yeah, of course, you know." Yeah, I, because it's not
1: per- I'm not making anything personal right. as to any particular lawyer and that's first and foremost. Right. But a
0: lot of lawyers don't get that. No, a lot of lawyers do do make it personally. personally, Well, they take
1: it personally, but they also make make it personal. personal. Right, right, right. For sure. Listen, in the heat of battle and the heat of litigation, it's not always easy. And a lot of people, you know, get their backs up and they get defensive. And I mean, and I completely understand it. And I'm, I've certainly done that myself, but you have to know that you're going to be in this profession for a long time. And that those people on the other side that are lawyers representing the others on your adversaries or the opponents to your client are going to be there for a long time and you've dealt with them and you may be on the same side of a case moving forward in the future you may not but you just have to kind of know that and act accordingly and that's why i did pick up the phone in that particular instance and say i just want to make sure that we're good that there's no issues and and the response was yeah uh, of course yeah Um, Yeah, thankfully it's it's always good to communicate yeah I want to make sure that that was true. And yeah, you have to communicate, communicate. This is what it's
0: all about. I mean, it's why it's one of our core values, we communicate. And, you know, so often we take things for granted or we just assume that someone understood something. You know, if that individual that you called might have thought you were directing it to him. Right, and if I didn't pick up the phone and hadn't get that, you know, kind of that conversation, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, There's really almost no downside
1: to right. calling and saying, because if, hey. What if I, right? Like you said, What if I did? Then we could actually have that
0: conversation and maybe smooth it over. Work through it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If there was an issue, exactly. that would be the time. You gave him an opportunity to say, Hey, Brett, you know, I thought you were a real you know, nice guy. Yeah. You were, <laughs> you were unnecessarily hostile in this situation. Right. And well you can say, Well, I thought it was appropriate for Let's, this. And I would say, Let's hug it out. And
1: uh, can we come back? What to that?
0: better way can we come to back to seal that? the relationship
1: than I mean, with a let's hug it out? I think we, I think we need to make that one of our core values.
0: Hug it out, yeah. That's uh, rule number one and number five of you know how to network. <laughs> <laughs> ask for a hug and, and then finish make, with a hug. But which comes first? <laughs> ask the ask for the hug first. Always ask. We've always I think we've established there's yeah. not a hug without a, a request. There's always a request. hundred percent. I think right. you, ha- yes, you I think that's. Hug the, and
1: then say, is it okay if I. It's in the handbook. I think you should definitely ask for the hug or ask if it's okay to hug before you do that.
0: I think the way I say is, are you hugging? Are you hugging these days? Like you kind of give someone, but, but, is this, hand shaking? Though? The, I mean, to
1: me, the response would be. Yes, but not yes, you. Yes, but not <laughs> you. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. so maybe, you know, are you okay if I hug
0: you? Right. Maybe that's the. Are you willing to be hugged? <laughs> <laughs> By <laughs> me would be the appropriate. I think. Uh, we can come up with 20. We could do another episode on 20 different ways to ask for a hug. I don't think that would be a good one. Nelson, thank you for your patience for allowing us to, to do this in this manner. If you like this episode, which would be shocking to us, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you like this episode, give us a five star review, share the podcast with your friends and family, and have a fantastic day. And most importantly, hug someone. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. For more information on this show and other resources, visit fastamron.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at FastAmron.